welcome to Comedians After Hours with your hosts, Willis and Veer. Hello, I'm Adam Willis. I'm George Veer. And I'm Ian Fleming. And welcome to Comedians After Hours. Um, tonight's guest is Jack Rook, and this episode was recorded live in 52 Canoes in Edinburgh as part of the Free Fringe. Uh, also, just before we start, Ian's mic does not work at all. Um, you can just about make him out, but um, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. It's always not my fault, but yeah. There's already been a broken glass in the podcast recording room. There has. I, Adam, oh, I'm Adam, very Adam, sorry. Adam opened the door Again. and and, um, and knocked a glass out of a woman's hand. Um, so sorry about that. You got another one. <laughs> <laughs> got another I want by the end of the podcast for there to be a broken Britain and a broken heart. Well, we're halfway oh. there. Hey. Eh? <laughs> All right. Hey. Eh? Yeah. Right, we've done that. Um, what's next? Uh, like a miserable, miserable Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Ricky Lake? No. No. <laughs> sorry. I forgot. I went in a room full of. Straight white men. Yeah, well. <laughs> Ricky Lake. Point, right? So you guys must have watched Ricky Lake. Has anyone in this room I watched know. Ricky Lake? Yeah. <laughs> you have. You know I watched Ricky a bit of Ricky Sorry, Lake. Sorry, just before you continue, Ian, once again, you haven't pointed the microphone at your mouth. It's it's sort of <laughs> pointing up and there we go. It's not fine because okay. it doesn't come in. T- they're gone. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Do you remember the Offspring song? Yeah, I do. You can always go on Ricky Lake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Thank you. <laughs> Have you got a jingle to play out that, that joke? Okay, lovely. Uh, Jack, the, the drink you requested yeah. was Lidl's own brand Amaretto <laughs> and Pepsi Max. Yeah. And it's delicious. It's delicious. Do you want a sip? What is it? Can't have one. Mine drink. <laughs> <laughs> You're catched, aren't you? It's so... Disarono. Disarono. I'm offering... Yeah, go on. Uh, Disarona is one of my favourite drinks. When I was at uni, I used to drink it a lot. And then I stopped going to uni and I realised it was really expensive. So I started <laughs> buying Lidl's own Amaretto. And it's nicer and it's thicker and it's 0.3% more alcoholic. Oh, so yeah. it's factual, this, as well as entertaining. Yeah. That's good. How much was it? Was it expensive? It was... The the Amaretto was £9.99. And the Pepsi Maxes, I think, were 47 pence each. Great. Oh, bloody hell. I'm a cheap date. A bargain. <laughs> so, Jack, how's your show been going? Yeah, good. I've enjoyed my show. I hate The Fringe, but I've enjoyed my show. <laughs> we were talking about this just before we came on. Why do you, why, why do you hate The Fringe? I think it's the, the worst place that anybody has ever <laughs> experienced any level of... Ian's like, nodding. As I say, Ian's nodding. I'm doing a show all about mental health, and it's you just shouldn't not you shouldn't do that at the Edinburgh Fringe. Because it's not the right we've, place for We've found since well-being. we've been doing broader comedy... We've been more well received, haven't we? Since we've been doing stuff like where I pull a face and the audience yeah, laughs. Someone farts and falls yeah. over. Yeah. They love that. They love that. They the don't Scottish, like what we tried to the do. The Scottish people love that. It's the Scottish people, isn't it? That's what it is. If I got my family out, everyone would clap. <laughs> they yeah. I'd be impressed. But I don't. <laughs> and no one does. Well, <laughs> do you want to try it now? The end of the show. <laughs> I said <laughs> I wanted a big finale. The big finale. I said I wanted a broken heart. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to tell the people in the room a little bit about, about the show? So it's called Happy Hour, and it's uh, a show that I wrote. God, it just feels really bleak to say it at, like, half ten in a <laughs> small room. <laughs> it's a show that I wrote. It's commissioned by um, Soho Theatre, and it's the follow-up to uh, my last show that I wrote. And I wrote that with my nan. That was called Good Grief. And it was all about sort of bereavement in Britain and how awkward and stupid and weird people are when somebody dies, especially in this culture. And then the new one's called Happy Hour. And it's sort of about, it's from a sort of similar theme, but it's like a one big kind of brotherly love letter to a friend that I lost. 
and uh, it's sort of funny in places and quite um, sad at times. But I think ultimately it's about sort of celebrating those that you've lost and and making people feel cool and okay to like be celebratory and be happy about that. Mm. I was going to say because Adam and I saw the show at Soho just before uh, just before the French. Oh yeah, you saw the preview. Saw the preview. Yeah. And um, that's the best one I've ever done. It is that it true? Was, <laughs> it, it was, was great. And, and because oh, I, I feel you. like I've seen a lot of shows where. Um, there's an element of like pathos running through it, and we're, we're supposed to feel something. Mm. But I, I, I genuinely felt like you didn't tip it over into me sitting there going, "Ah, yeah. oh, fuck." It off, never like. felt preachy. It always yeah. feels like it's, it always keeps very light, and it always keeps like on the right side of it. Mm. Do you want really Do you guys want to write a review? But this is <laughs> a review we're writing now for. <laughs> no, that's, re- that's very kind of you. I really hate one man shows. I think they're the worst form. Of, they're the lowest form of art. <laughs> and um, I've made two. Ian's nodding again. Yeah, you, you Ian really agrees <laughs> with me. What about your one-man show, Ian? You were doing last night. Oh, the other two nights ago. Well, that's stand-up. Yes. That, so two nights ago, when the, we uh, the, the guest we had left, and Ian started doing stand-up <laughs> into the mic, and it was the funniest thing. Wasn't it so funny? It was. Ian, do you want to do a, a little bit? <laughs> on the At the end of the show. Okay. Oh, oh no, we've already got great. Maybe the end of the whole run, we'll just do a whole bit of Ian stand up. I got Ian. Oh, it's so good. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> You're very peculiar. Enigma, I, quite, I quite like it. <laughs> it's quite bizarre, aren't you? Answer the man, Ian. Who are you? <laughs> I know it's lovely. I'm really quite. I'm quite smitten. Ian. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> You've moved your hands (laughs) seven times in about the space of ten seconds. I moved my hands. You've moved your hands, your hands were there, and your hands were there, and then your hands, now your hands are there, and they... All the attention is on me, and I feel a bit stressed. Ian's not an actor, by the way. Ian's not an actor. Neither am I. Really? I'm not trained. You yourself an actor? No, I've studied journalism. I don't know how I ended up doing this shit. (laughs) <laughs> not You've this. Done right, but this, this is this. The, I studied podcast making and radio making. This is what I studied. Oh, how are we doing? Because we haven't studied that. I'd say you've got some pretty good tech. I'd yeah, say I quite like the setup. It's very good in the conditions that we're in. Thank you. I just think Ian's a bit weird. He <laughs> <laughs> is a bit weird. He <laughs> <laughs> is a bit weird. As a comic joke. Really likes me or like me. I really Ian. no. A I really like you. Friendly so. joke. Great. Yeah. We just did, before the podcast recorded, I just started doing the first sort of three paragraphs of my show to Ian on the piano, and it was oh. fucking brilliant. I was really it good? It. Really? I think we should do it as a show. Yeah, well, um, I'm probably not going to carry on with some beer after this, so... That's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. You haven't said that before. What's happened there? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were blaming me, but you mean that I'm pinching <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, he, he tried to do the same with Police Cop, with the Police Cops guys. Do you know that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he tried to do the same. He tried to go off to them and we, we nipped that in the Were bus. you in Police Cops? No, you're thinking of Nathan. He doesn't like me. Yeah. Has anyone seen Police Cops in there? Yeah. Yeah, the tall one. The tall one looks a bit like me, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. No, I'm not him. I'm not him. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's... No, we... You know, we... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Were you listening to any of that? No, I've, to be honest, I've put a lot of anima... anima- Adam, who oh, are you? Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I'm not having this on me. Do you want to drink this instead? No, I'm okay. No, I'm okay. They're nice, aren't they, though? It is really nice. Thank you. Ian? Yeah. Do you want to... Since he touches on you, Ian's got three questions this evening. He's already had quite a lot of airtime, but do you want to ask your first question? It seems like it's about time. Yeah. <sighs> That's who Ian is. That's what he does. Um, okay. How's your grandma doing? 
Oh, he hasn't, he hasn't seen, seen the first seen, one. I'm, I'm no. sorry about that. He hasn't seen <laughs> it. He hasn't seen it. <laughs> Jack, how's your grandma doing? Well, I got two. Right, and they're okay. both dead. All right. But I think both of them leave me little like notes in places. Oh. So my like nan wrote letters that I'm still finding now. It's fucking great. I think it's like the sweetest thing. Aww, I think people should do that. I think that should be mm. people's legacies. That makes me feel like my nan didn't do any of that shit. Yeah, she just died and left nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Selfish. Well, she should, she's, you know, it's her own fault. My nan died, left like two and a half grand, a fruitcake recipe and loads of letters. Oh, fruitcake recipe. Yeah. Great. And uh, and yeah, it's really sweet, and I really like it. And I find like m- different members of my family find letters, and That's there's like different notes that she's left. It's really lovely, actually. Lovely. I think people should do it more because I think it's a really nice way of keeping people sort of going, keeping their yeah. memory. Like it's so nice to remember someone on like a random little note. I don't even really find them that sad. Did you get on well with your with your nan? Did yeah, you? that's why we wrote the first show yeah. together because. Um, because we grief. were both quite sort of similar in our approach mm. to bereavement. So my dad died when I was 15 and she was 80. And we both just sort of felt like it was so funny how bizarre everyone's reactions were to mm. us. So like everyone who was a sort of adult in the middle of that age, people would be quite sort of, I think people would know the protocol of like how to sort of talk about grief and it's, oh, I'm so, so sorry. But for some reason, people just couldn't face me and my nan. And I think it might be, you know, that like, you know, she's never supposed to have lost a child and I'm mm. not really supposed to have lost a parent at that age. And so it is awkward. But in particular in Britain, I think we're quite shit at it. And mm. so Good Grief was really about putting all those sort of weird, funny stories that we had of people being quite strange to us and taking the piss out of them and creating something really that was quite sort of, you know, about me and sort of my nan patting each other on the back and being like, mm. yeah, we got through that and we laughed mm. about it. And I think it's a real... I'm from quite a big working class family and I think humour is like the first device used at anything difficult. And it was never like a sort of silent, weird, taboo thing to sort of talk about it. Was it hard writing the new show without her? Y- yeah, but but she like she basically died 10 days after the first ever performance. She died the day after we did it in the West End because we, we did the first ever show and then we got booked to do... 15 minutes of it at the Trafalgar Studios mm. and the next day she died and it was almost like the most perfect fitting tribute mm. that like she died the day we managed to take it to this like massive theatre and mm. that's really kind of cool so I've never really missed her to be honest because she was quite poorly and she died on a real high if that makes sense it was yeah. like the nicest way to die and now she keeps fucking leaving me notes so <laughs> <laughs> fuck off Nan <laughs> was it weird to be sort of end up in fringe theatre then uh, having not having not gone through this sort of bullshit drama school route that me and Adam did and lots of other people did. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'd, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's two people on the front row. I'd love to be really. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'm not a particular big fan of theatre. I've fallen into this job accidentally, and I'm going to get back out of it now. Oh, is that true? Yeah. You're just really. Gonna, this is the last show I'm going to do. Oh wow, really? Because yeah. you had your uh, BBC show. Yeah, I'm going to hopefully make mm. more documentaries because I studied journalism and documentary making. I was going to say, I'm, so assu- I'm assuming you mean happy hour, not literally this, this <laughs> podcast. That's the last show I'm ever going to do. <laughs> Who's Ian? No. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but I don't mean that necessarily in a negative way, because I think I've, I really love the arts in general, and I love comedy, but I think um, it doesn't really do much for me. 
And I also think it is one of those things where I've really realised since being at the Fringe doing happy hour, and I'm in quite a bigger room this time around, if you're untrained, then you don't really know how to like project your voice to the back of a room because mm. I've never had mm. to. Like My last show was in a room this size. Yeah. So I n- you didn't need to like know that you need to speak from your diaphragm. Like yeah. I had to have, I had to basically have like three years worth of drama school training and like three weeks of rehearsals, <laughs> and I and and I failed at every hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear me in I've the just, back row. Just realised as you were saying that we've never taught Ian any of this stuff, and Ian's done th- this no. is the third year in a row. Ian's done shows with us. We've never taught him how to speak properly. Yeah, I don't. No, no. So you're still this doing it. That's something you, you share. You <laughs> That's nice. You That's guys nice. have bonded because it, stu- it was uh, touched fists. It felt a little bit <laughs> s- strained, your two's relationship at really? the start. Mm. A little bit. I did, I did. You didn't oh, really no, know. Neither do I. I think you're imposing. I think it's always something. Well, I, maybe I misread it. It seemed like you'd, you'd, you were a bit confused about, you know, what was, what was there, but maybe that was just a what sort of exploration. There? I don't know. Well, I think well Jack didn't know what you were. <laughs> no, I said, who I are you? I didn't say, what are you? Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that's a question we're asking about Adam all the time. Oh, good. Adam, he's turned it back again. Uh, Very good. I think he's quite sparky, <laughs> as I've said. Sparky? I think it's quite sparky. Yeah. I, I reckon so. if a cupboard... Do- you know how in the communal <laughs> living space, a, cu- a cupboard door goes a bit loose <laughs> and everyone leaves it? I reckon Ian would fix it. I yeah. think he was going to say he's like a cupboard. <laughs> 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 Which I was actually going to agree with. I know what you he's like a broken cupboard <laughs> <laughs> that he will fix himself. Oh, it, that, That's nice, Ian. That is nice. I hope that doesn't sound too negative, though. That no, this is no, like, no, no, no. I, I think theatre's great. It's just not my cup of tea. No, I mean, eventually we'll knock it on the head, I hope. Yeah. Better things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but right now... It's Cinema. Really, it's, it's better fitting us, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I could see you guys in a silent film. You reckon? Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think it's, it's the nicest thing well, to say to someone doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the most interesting thing is the visuals. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. No, I'm joking. I'm thank joking. You. That'd be fun. I'd do a silent film, though. Yeah, Should we do yeah. that? Yeah. All right, all right, then. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, we'll do that then, somebody. Well, thanks, Jack. Um, Ian, yep. do you want to do another question? Yeah. Right. Can I just say, a lot of people have died in my life, Ian, so... Yeah, no, don't... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Happy hour, 5.20, Annabelle Cowgate. You'll, you'll hear about seven of them. Mm. They're not all human, it's fine. And also, Starship of Osiris, 5.20, Annabelle Cowgate. Same time, yeah. so, so you have to watch one or the other. Well, yeah. you could just watch two on separate days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole level I think you don't get from listening to the podcast. You won't get of Ian like of Ian. Yeah, you should yeah. unlock your phone first. <laughs> Put you it should, there. Ian. Then play that and speak it sooner. <laughs> and we could talk over it. We could talk over you unlocking your phone and then the audience wouldn't know there was a gap. There's a whole level they don't see of him like reaching for the phone and going, oh, I've got to get the phone. And like, all that sort of stuff. That, yeah. that, that, and you got on to Ian. Right, all right. Ooh. Tiramisu. <laughs> yeah. I really, this month I've had eight tiramisus. Seriously? I don't think I actually, genuinely, if I'm honest, I don't think I actually know what a tiramisu is. So I think the word sounds a bit funny and I'd, I'd add it into a, a bit, but. <laughs> a sponge right? drenched in coffee oh. with like a layer of cream oh. 
a layer of chocolate, a layer of something else that I can't quite put my finger on, right. and then more cream, and then a coffee dusting on top. That's right, cool. isn't it? And yeah, chocolate, coffee, whatever you want. Oh, oh yeah, and oh my, thank you. Yeah, that a really good one. I'll have a good like bit of actually the the beauty of the tiramisu is you can put brandy in there, you can put sherry in there, you can you put, but you could definitely See, put amaretto I'm not a in there as well. Sweet fan, but I love alcohol. Is that true? Yeah, it's really yummy. It's I, I really like tiramisu. Yeah, I'm more of a savoury person. You eat a lot of dip dabs and stuff. Yeah, but that's that's like an actual sweet. That's not a dessert. <laughs> oh, dip dab. Oh, sorry, dip dab. But like, if I'm going to a pub, I'll order the cheese board or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd prefer cheese board too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't. Why don't is that weird? No, I think that's. I think. Why is that odd? I think there's still some laughter about dip dab. Yeah. Is it? Are we are laughing at dip dab or the fact that I order a cheese board? Because the, the one thing I've noticed about the cheese board in pubs is the cheese board's dying out. Like, its days are over. They're it's because everyone's using the boards for the cheese for, like, yeah. everything, every oh, other meal now. I'm not behind that. I know what you mean. Give There's me a plate. Nice. Yeah. Have you, I assume you've all noticed that. There's no it cheese boards like anymore because, like... Sort of gastro pubs. Oh, Sorry? Fuck off. You'll order a soup and it will come on a board. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, just really annoying. That tickled me. Yeah. And what? Chips in Oh, chips in like your oh, bucket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh no, no Fuck time for that. Oh. I had a. Yeah, that's what it is. Why it's the same with the board. It I means had a cocktail the meat. other day in a yellow plastic mini wheelie bin. Oh, oh for God's sake. God. Why and are pubs doing that thing where they try and look like they're trying to look shit, but they're not shit? Like, why do they look like old? Oh, all the chairs are different. It's gentrification. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Which is Wait. <laughs> Did you say that? Thank you, Ian. One point. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's making everything lame, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Identification. I'm really bored of dangly light bulbs all the time. I keep hitting my head on them. Yeah. You know, like all pubs <laughs> nowadays, it's just like dang. Or even just like even like Byron Burger. It's mm. just you will get a brain aneurysm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm looking really intently. Now. You I'm will. With you <laughs> you yes, will. I will. I will. It's it's better than the lighting in here though. Have you and looked at that yet? Look down the. Look straight at it for a bit. I can't. It, it's a bit mighty boosh for me. We've had to pay for this. This is the free fringe, right? We don't pay for it. No, we Someone haven't. Someone turned We're up. Not uh, for it. No, you haven't. I haven't told you the latest about this. Oh, so, fuck. Uh, so we got an email saying we have to pay for this, right? We have to pay like a, a quarter of it or something, and it's loads of money, right? How much? And I, it was like it looks like fourteen quid, right? I'll share a bit, right? We haven't made fourteen quid. Wait, in this your show yet. your bit Ugh. costs fourteen pounds. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna genuinely tell you to get the fuck over it and pay the fourteen pounds. I will pay the fourteen pounds. <laughs> well, there we go. Oh, there you go. No, but the thing is, right? We didn't ask for these. They're shit, right? And we would have just had the normal lights on. But now they're there. We feel like we've got to use them. No, these are nicer than the normal lights. Do you think? Yeah. But it's really pointless talking about lighting on a podcast. It is, isn't it? Mm. We'll cut it out. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, guys, just my degree creeping through. <laughs> you guys might be able to project, but I know how to light a podcast. Wow. <laughs> you, you've got us on that. <laughs> so that, that was part one of our little interview with Jack Rook. Uh, coming up in part two, we heard Jack talks about his BBC Three show, um, talks about man caves, which is something I didn't know anything about, um, and the new projects that he's working on in the future. Yeah, um... Uh, if you want to catch us on tour, we're still touring, by the way. We're still touring a serious play about World War Two. If you want to catch us, you can find us. Uh, you can find tickets on our Facebook page, or you can find us at willisandveer.com forward slash serious. 
for all of the ticket information. Yeah, um, and on top of that, we can now announce that um, we have our venues booked in Edinburgh, which is really exciting. We're, we're heading over to the Underbelly Cowgate, um, which would be really good. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also, we're going to be taking Comedians After Hours live um, up to the Underbelly as well this year. Um, but this time, you have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> but rest assured, it'll be worth it because we'll get some good guests. Um, so that'll be on uh, Thursdays to Sundays um, at, in uh, Underbelly George Square at 10.40pm and all the tickets and information about that and the eventually a list of who we've got coming up will be available at comediansafterhours.com, uh, which is also where you can find all the previous podcasts and information about what's going on, where to download the podcast, Ian's Yawning's board, um, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, uh, uh, and yeah, uh, and also uh, if you want to get in touch with us about anything, uh, how you think it's going, uh, if there's any guests you think we should get on, what you think about it, then if you head over to willisandveer.com forward slash contact, uh, then, um, then you'll be able to do that. Cool. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So. Okay. That was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. How's so? How's everything going in terms of the the B, the BBC Three stuff? Yeah. How did that all come about? Um, by accident again. <laughs> I think they thought <laughs> they. You were they Jack Whitehall. They, genuinely, they genuinely <laughs> had a write up of my show that had like reviews that weren't the truth. Oh, really? It was like award-winning stand-up comedian Jack Rook. Never won an award. Just won award. <laughs> His five-star. And they had like five stars The Guardian. I've never... I've had I've, I've had no stars from The Guardian. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think they, they... I think somebody sent in the wrong bio sheet and they thought I was bigger than I was <laughs> and then I pitched an idea and they were like, yeah, this guy's an award-winning stand-up comedian. <laughs> We've been saying we were award-winning yeah. way before we won any yeah. award. And now we have, so it's, it feels less no, like... Less what award did you guys win? Oh, we won a few, two comedy awards, uh, you know. Sp- say them, really go on, don't, deal, be, don't be shy. Oh, all right, well, we won a comedy award at the Vault Festival uh, this year, and we also won the Brighton Fringe Comedy Award as well. Well, uh, round of applause. Oh, oh thank you. guys, oh, please. Oh, it was really hard work. I've still won no awards. That's two more That's awards. That's a travesty, that because travesty. our show's a piece of shit, and yours is... <laughs> has, no, it is, come on. That's <laughs> our, show, our show has no... External merit. There's no message. It doesn't benefit anyone apart from me. You know, that I'll show. That's a real lie. <laughs> it's not that much of a lie. Yeah. And and your show, I think, is genuinely touching. And also, oh, like, I get nominated for them. I just don't win them. <laughs> you need to add in like funny award looks and stuff. losing show. You need to add in like comedy pratfalls and funny looks and stuff, and then yeah. you'll be straight in. What do you mean? Well, like, like in our show, like when it's flagging a bit, Adam just goes. And we tried to do. We tried to do some. <laughs> That's really annoying. They laughed at that. <laughs> Fucking idiots. We tried to do really, really <laughs> subtle comedy, and you know, and really make make a really complex script. But none, our audience were all too stupid to get they it. They didn't laugh. So you know, you add in a couple of falls and you know fart noises and. And I hit Adam around the head. And someone's, they bra, someone's bra pings. Off <laughs> and on there. None of that happens in our. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> You are selling it in a really bad way. It's not, it is, it is this bad is bad. why I love Scotland. <laughs> because they are easier to make laugh. Yeah. I don't know the crowd's fine. I don't think they're all English yet. The Welsh are really hard. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. All right, calm down. Shush is on See, exactly. You're whinging. <laughs> yeah, but you guys aren't proper Welsh, are you? Excuse me? <laughs> you haven't got a mic. It's the best one. <laughs> Say what you like. No, um, actually, my favourite show that I've done this year was at McCunlith 
come. You have to say cunt if you want to say the name <laughs> of the place. It's McCuntleth. Okay. McCuntleth Comedy Festival. I went there and it's a small town in Wales. See, are you laughing at that word? Underneath the Snowdonia. Not Snowdonia. Yeah, Snowdonia. North, North Wales. Yeah, yeah that's North the one. Wales. I went to Bangor to start the yeah. weekend. So Bangor. I went to. Maca- oh, is it Bangor? Bangor? I had the worst fucking show that I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I, that is the first place that I want to get nuked. And then uh, McCuntleth, which is about a, an hour-long drive away, is the most beautiful, one of my favourite places I ever did a show. Oh, wow. I'm not buying that it's McCunt- called McCuntleth. It's called McCuntleth. Who said that? Did it? Uh, there you go. McCuntleth. Sound it's like somebody's been to McCuntleth. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. No, can, you elaborate don't know. can you elaborate on what that means? I can't even see who I'm it's talking Dan about. Finn. Can you elaborate oh, on Oh, sorry, Dan. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? I think I, I think I meant he sounds Actually, like a know. cunt. Oh, okay. But right. I didn't really mean it. It was more of a bit. Yeah. Don't look at me to get you out of your screen. <laughs> 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 I feel sorry. Is this amaretto? I thought you shouldn't have drunk so much. Uh, amaretto. Why is it amaretto? Yeah. Do you want some? No. I okay. think you'd like it, actually, Josh. It like, tastes like pudding. Oh, I'm not having this again. Can I have Peer another one? To drink yeah. Amaretto. Thank you. I'm thinking uh, because I'm not going to do another theatre show again Mm. I think about doing a stand-up show next time I come up to Edinburgh and it being called Bitch Rook (laughs) that's good (laughs) what do we think because it's you a like weird word, rook? isn't it? Some people really hate well, that bitch, word. Bitch rook. Yeah, I don't like that word in some contexts, but I think bitch rook, I'll create a character. It's a very multifaceted word. It, it will be a real play on a sort of gay stereotype. Mm. Will it? Yeah. Oh, great. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I think it's good. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a good title. Ian, what was Thank your you. question? Bitch Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Ian, play the jingle. Sorry, Don't have no, the phone no, ready turn and your play phone the jingle. Off, play the jingle so then you've got to reactivate. Turn your phone on. <laughs> and now <laughs> Bitch Rook. <laughs> See, that's so nice. That is so now I'll read the question. Or just remember the questions. It's another option. <laughs> uh, Ian rolled his eyes. <laughs> No. No? Not yet. Not yet. That's fair. Because I don't think that, if I'm being really honest, I don't think that... You know how, like, you read everyone's, like, Edinburgh Fringe press releases? I'm not sure if anyone's done this. And that every single show is, like, championing some sort of taboo, and it's like, mate, you're going to do it to 20 people in the cave. Like, I I think it's a nice start, but I don't think... I think everyone feels like, for a month, they're like a crusader. You do quite a lot with calm, don't you? Yeah, but that's why I think yeah, that's I, more important. I try. Yeah, that's can you explain what Calm is as well? So Calm's like uh, a mental health charity that I've worked with for about five, six years now. So when I feel like I'm working with them, yeah, I probably feel like I'm doing something good for public interest. But like, I'm not going to try and pretend that my self-indulgent one-man show is going to change mm. the world. I'm doing that for me, like mm. you said, you were doing it for you. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. And I'm again, doing it for George. As well. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing <laughs> it for George. House. <laughs> but I know, and I and I find it a little bit grating when I hear performance artists or mm. performers or writers who genuinely believe too much in them as the sort of crusaders of a message. Lovely. I do think it can help, and I think you can affect people. But ultimately, like what you should do or what the art should do is open you up to avenues where actual change is happening, yeah. and you can actually help people. 
I remember last year we went to an, we got nominated for an award that we didn't win. And someone got up on stage. We went, it was the Scotsman Awards. We went to the Scotsman Awards. You know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I do. Quite a prestigious award ceremony. Uh, um, and we didn't win, but yeah, go on. A guy in the middle of his speech got up and was like, you know, yeah, this is all great, but if you could all just get out your phones and donate £5 to, was it Syrian refugees? Was there something? And I was just like, now? But he looked at everyone, he went, he went get out your phones. Come and no on, one was get doing out it. your phones. He was like, phones. everyone, get out, get out your phones, and no one was doing it. Was Fuck off. Yeah, no, that's a bit too forceful. It is. I mean, I'm sure the intention there is good, but, like, you got you got to make people want to help. You can't make people yeah, yeah, help. Yeah, precisely, right? You had to make people want I saw so to many be people, part of a change of something. I saw so many people pretending to get their phones Ian out. did, I saw yeah. Ian doing it. <laughs> Ian did. I actually remember no, you were doing it for comedy, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that sort of ramming it down people's throat stuff. Though. No, but that's why I was really complimented when you guys said that Happy Hour wasn't too preachy. Cause no, definitely. Yeah, really good. It's, I'm making a show about quite a serious topic, but then if it's too preachy, then you're not going to connect with people in the way that you could if you make them more like your mate if that makes yeah, sense yeah absolutely mm. I kind of want people to I feel like he's a silly prick I think you know when to pull most. back as well you know when to go like oh this could get a bit serious now and you go no it's fun yeah I like it does, it, it which is really serious nice. which is fine it dips into it but which I think I like. you know when you know when like if you kept going down that line maybe it would get a bit like a bit preachy yeah 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 I want people to have fun. There's yeah. no point. If you're going to give an hour of your life away to someone, then you need to make them have well, a good time. It is fun. I mean, and just I really hope that everyone else is having fun in this hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got a bar on stage. Sorry, sure. Yeah, I've got a pub bar. That's cool. I bought that. My, I took my best mate from primary school. We got in a van. I bought a bar off eBay. I spent... Do you know, it's quite an interesting story. I opened up... I might make a documentary about it, actually. So I needed to buy a bar for this show as the main set piece. And so I started Googling and scouring the whole of the internet to find freestanding bars that I could use as a set piece. And I was, like, basically embroiled in a series of eBay bidding wars of all these blokes from all across the country and thrown into the culture of man caves. Does anyone know what a man cave is? Yeah. Yeah. So a man cave is like when the man of the house in a house sections off a part of the house to himself because he's so fragile in his own being. (laughs) And So it's like, what? It's basically like the most masculinity is fragile thing that I've ever been that sounds so miserable basically it's like like men just like create their own corner of the house where they put a bar in it and like there's these ten commandments honestly there's ten commandments and I wanted to make this documentary about the ten commandments and I'm pitching it at the moment and it was like thou shalt not thou shalt not hold in a fart thou shalt not listen to a woman's opinion thou shalt not eat anything that isn't fried Thou, like it is just like the most like blokey blokey yeah, misogynistic Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, we've got a man cave owner leaving. Oh, oh yeah, thou yeah, will fart. Um, and and it was really interesting because like I was embroiled in all these eBay bidding wars to get a bar, and I kept losing, and I kept and I lost about ten bars. Yeah, to, or just to buy a freestanding bar. And then I found this, this lovely couple in Ipswich who are moving to oh, Barcelona. I'm from near Ipswich. Katie's got a new job in Barcelona. Oh. We're originally Australian, but we've got to get rid of the bar. And uh, they weren't gay, I don't know why. <laughs> and, um, and I went round, and me and my best mate from primary school got a van, and we picked up the bar. 
we strapped it all in the van. It's like a massive, it's the heaviest thing I've ever yeah, it's lifted. Massive. And, uh, and yeah, it's now the main set piece of the show. It's been from Ipswich to Watford to Edinburgh. Great. And we'll probably burn here. <laughs> <laughs> you should take it to the fringe swap thing at the end. Where yeah. You, you <laughs> take their old stuff and they, yeah. they want to Can I get a MacBook for this? <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, it's a nice, I really wanted the show to all be set in pubs because pubs I used to go to a lot when I was a kid. And I felt like I was sort of brought up in pubs because my dad was a black cab driver and just used to spend any other time that wasn't in a cab in a pub. And uh, and yeah, so the whole show is sat around really like one big pub crawl, I suppose. Mm. We like to ask, is there any is there anything that we could do for you? Any any dream we could fulfil for you tonight? Live on air, <laughs> in front of. Um. Well, the, the, I'm making a new show, but that won't be like a theatre thing. It's called Married Man, and I uh, won't say too much about it. Hmm. I don't want to agree to anything before I find but out. But I have a year to find a husband. Oh. So do you want us to try and... Help me find a husband? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ian, <laughs> what are you doing at the moment? I could help you find a husband. No, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I was saying, what are you doing at the moment? Ian's a bit too fumbly for me. Do you think? A bit too fumbly. I, like want, a sort of man. I want a man that can get his questions up and his <laughs> jingle ready. Does anyone, does anyone in the room, in you know, interest you at all? It's quite a dark room. No. No? No, I'm joking. Yeah, probably all the men in the room I'd potentially marry. But quite frankly, I think all the women in this room are far more attractive. Always the case. He knows how to play an audience. He yeah. knows <laughs> what he's doing. Uh, up with this. Yeah. So I'm going to go all across the country and I'm going to hold like open auditions to go on dates. Oh, great. I've got a film crew that are going to film them all. <laughs> and I've booked in a date for the wedding next September. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we're going to cool. see great. if it happens. That's really How can good. we help with this in some way? Yeah, what can we do? What can we do? Are we either of you homosexuals? No. 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 But we can pitch up at London and help. We could... No, Ian's not, no. <laughs> it must be something. He's something, we don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, shy. But yeah, <laughs> but it's also going to be a sort of gay rights documentary as well because Pink News, which is this big like gay magazine, came out and said that they think um, David Cameron is the LGBT ally of the decade. Does and he? like that literally made me want to rip my throat out. Um, <laughs> And and I think that unfortunately loads of people in the country now think that there's like complete gay equality all because like two rich Tory blokes can get married mm. if they want. Great. And I don't really agree with that. So it's going to be like me finding out from lots of different people if what gay equality would actually mean. And for me, that's like having a proper like actual same sex se- sex education in schools mm. and like less gay men killing themselves compared to straight men. It's like when you look statistically it's much higher mm. and uh, and all the sort of mental health outreach projects to specifically help LGBT people in general are really really like cut 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 mm. so it will be sort of investigating what could mean equality whilst at the same time me being a slight hypocrite because I think a wedding would be the best thing in the entire <laughs> world <laughs> I think for next decade we should try and get Pink News' LGBTQ plus 
ally of the decade. Yeah. Should we try, I and, make, should we try and do that again as our uh, next thing? I, do, I mean, do, you know... Snooker players aren't really that... You know he's not actually a snooker player. He's just wearing a tight um, thing <laughs> and a little bow tie. <laughs> I thought I'd dress up for this. I thought it'd be nice, but you look I good. feel you like look a good. twat. You don't now. have the costume of a snooker player. You've got the eyes of a snooker player. <laughs> Focus. The focus. Like the focus. Calculating. The, the post-show post sort of like, um, ooh, So would it be, so, do you, I mean, we could maybe, maybe we could be like wingmen. We could try and yeah. help you get. Do you want to come and do an episode of it? I absolutely would absolutely yeah. love to. Yeah, I think, it, I think one episode I want to get a bunch of straight lads to basically yeah. be my wingman. We are like the epitome Because I think it would be really interesting. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why was there a laugh? <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was really much more thinking of people that didn't go to like drama school. But oh. what drama school did you two go to? Shh. <laughs> what drama school did you go, go to? Uh, East Fifteen. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I know a few people that went there. Yeah. Apparently, you guys all like have to pretend that you're from some era in time, and you all go yeah. around shitting uh, in the forest. We pretended for two we were weeks. in the Holocaust. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Fourth question, Ian. <laughs> Someone's calling me. Go on, put it on. <laughs> nah, I don't want you guys to hear that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I it's a think potential he's husband. gotten coy. I've, I think gone, I've gone shy. <laughs> I think that seems like a good place to wrap it up, you yeah. being phoned by someone. Yeah. Um, that seems like a, a natural end. But, you, wait, but I've just asked you guys for help and you haven't come up with we the said, concrete. We said, yeah, 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 we'll come along. We'll help. We yeah. could like round people up. Yeah. You could help me go through... You know all the thousands of entries. I'm sure. Yeah, get that sounds fun. Yep. That oh sounds my god, great. it could be like judges' houses at X Factor, when we put all the faces, all the Polaroids like, on the table. It's gonna yeah. be like straight eye for a queer guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that was a that was great. Did anyone yeah. See that? Like years ago. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. Ian, will you help? I will help. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we can put Ian's Polaroid in there. I don't think I don't think Polaroids will even focus on Ian. Ian's got, <laughs> Ian's got too much sort of nuclear energy. This there. is weird, actually. When I try to take a photo distort. of Ian, it sometimes doesn't actually know there's a face there. It doesn't recognise a face. That's true. He is exactly. Right. <laughs> I love that. Who said that? <laughs> God, drama. That's quite, I've had it's a, quite I had clear that I'm drunk. I had a really lovely time. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank, you. thank you. I'm sorry I was so mean to all of you. No. Sorry. Do you know what? It's, I think it's little. It's the little yeah. booze, isn't it? <laughs> really brings out the aggressive I Brexiteer. Know, I've, I've, been, I've been absolutely delightful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the relationship between us lot is toxic. Like, we're horrible to each other. So when you're like... All right, let's end it. Right, <laughs> let's end the uh, last round of applause, please, for Jack Rook. Thank you. Yeah, that was fun. Um, one one bone to pick would be that he still hasn't gotten in contact uh, about doing the doing finding him a a guy. Yeah, and I was yeah. really, I, was I, really I don't, I don't about that. massively, I don't massively mind not doing that. I minded. I, I thought mind. that that was that was my that was my big. No, you're break. just you're just desperate to be on TV. That's all it is. Oh, I'm fame hungry. Yeah. Um, mm. And hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. chicken hungry. <laughs> right, lovely. Um, if you want to see uh, Jack live. You can find him on Twitter at Jack Rook. Uh, you can find him on his website at jackrook.com or you can find him on Facebook at Jack Rook Comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, his, show was, his show was amazing as well. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
you should see him. Yeah, and and more importantly, come and see us. Um, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're not if you're not already on on uh, on all our social media stuff, it's basically Willis and Veer. Search all the social media things for that, and we'll crop up somewhere. Um, and come and see us live Please. and give us money or just send us money to our address. Uh, you can find it on Company's House. Or maybe we could like stop doing shows and just people send us money. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Maybe you yeah. could stop doing shows. <laughs> oh. Well, that'd be nice. The worm has turned. I don't really want to do it. I don't really want to <laughs> Who do was the worm? Anyway, Who's the worm? <laughs> you. Good. Well, good. <laughs> Yeah, good. you have a worm's head. So I'm upset that we had to we had to <laughs> right. do this here live. Right. I don't know if Adam's a worm. I think he's a maggot. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Or like your head looks like a maggot. Yeah, I mean, you, if if I'm a mag, you, if I'm a maggot, that makes you a tapeworm. I think, George. All right. Well, I'd rather like be that a, than a like maggot. a long a long stringy worm. I'd rather be that than a short glasses. fucking dumpy maggot, maggot living words. in a fucking apple all its life doing a lot nothing. Of, lot of lot of pride in an apple. Better an apple than an arse, as my mother always used right, to say. Is this, is this really going out? This? Adam puts apples up his arse. Yeah. All right. Anyway, see you. Uh, see you next, next. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wait, hold on. Who have we got next time? Um, we can't just cut it there. We've got. We've got. Um, we've got Trevor Locke next time. Oh, big one. Oh, lovely. Yeah, he's he's really funny. It's a good run. So yeah, listen good. to that. So mm. so tune in for that one. Have a laugh. Yeah. And you know, Adam best puts of luck. Apples up his arse. <laughs>